You've got work friends. You've got best friends. And now you've got ghoul friends. Yo, and welcome to episode 120 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. I'm, I'm enjoying your spirited intros. Thank you. I need to do one myself sometime. Yeah, you don't. You're not goofy. I'm not. I've thought about doing it in Spanish one time just Ooh. for funsies. Hola. Hola, bienvenido a podcast de Ghoul Friends. <laughs> Which is probably not in the correct order, so my apologies. Um, fun fact. I've been learning a little German, and maybe one day I could do it in German. Germany, we, you have a lovely language. It is very difficult for an English speaker to learn. I can't I will talk say. in the back of my throat. It's very, uh, again, no offense at all, but it is a very, I feel like, guttural, like you're making yeah. sounds from the back of your throat. I can't throat. make the sounds. When I hear it, I, I have a hard time doing it. Like, I, I can't have, do it. I have to listen really hard because it's very difficult sometimes to try and mimic the yeah. pronunciation. Um I will say too, in Spanish, I can't roll my R's either, so that greatly inhibits me sometimes. It's a weird trait. Like it's genetic. I can roll my R's. I know. Arriba. See, I can't do that. You can't do that. No, Try no, it. no, I'm not going to embarrass. <laughs> it sounds painful. I just have to hold my R sound, but I can't roll it, which is unfortunate. It's weird. It is really weird. I don't know. If genetics are a funny thing. Genetics are interesting. They are. All right. All right. Well, it is a beautiful day. It is. Before now, it's end of February and Charleston's going to get hot again. Yeah. For some reason, Charleston has decided that it is over the winter and uh, summer will be approaching immediately because yep. it's going to be 80 degrees Fahrenheit this week. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah. But today it's nice. It's like upper 50s. It's going to be right around 60. like 60, which is like my 58 is my ideal temperature yes, outside. Like I would when agree it is with 58 that. degrees outside, I am happy. Not too hot, not freezing, just cool. Like, like I'm not sweating. Hoodie weather. Like yeah. I like to be in a hoodie and mm-hmm. like cozy, like cuddle up with a blanket. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a nice temperature to be in. So I, we've had a beautiful weekend. It's been sunny and clear. Yep. And tomorrow is a holiday, which is nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to not having to work. Me too. So very handy. Yeah. Yeah, let's see what else we got going on. Mm, not much. Not a whole lot. <laughs> the um, winter months killed our, I don't know what the actual name of that plant was, but we call it, it was like a croton or something. I think it's called a croton. A croton, we, we call it the, the crouton. crouton. <laughs> yeah, the crouton did not survive the 20 degree weather we had. So. It didn't, so I replaced that yesterday. And then we have tulips. Tulips. They are very springy. Yeah. They look nice. They do. We don't have a dead plant just hanging out on our porch anymore. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Like you're, if you enter my house and you see the dead plant, just know that many things are dying in this house. Yeah. Including my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. Yeah, so we did that. Um, just got a few things done yesterday. I feel like we didn't do a terrible amount. I feel like it was a combination of you and me running out to do different errands like all day long. We ran a lot of errands yesterday. Yeah. Do you want to tell them what you're excited about arriving today? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> you want to tell them the story about yesterday? <laughs> so I have a weird, I'm going to call it genetic trait of like I see something like and I instantly want it. You're an impulse buyer. I also have a jelly belly. Like you can talk about like food and I'm like, "Mm, if I want want something for dinner, all I have to do is like flash it by Caitlin nonchalantly. And then she'll (laughs) be like, I want Chick-fil-A. I'm like, okay. (laughs) It's frustrating because you only really want Chick-fil-A on Sundays when they're closed. Mm -hmm. Like I could really go for Chick-fil-A. Oh, it's Sunday. I know. 
That is a bummer. But yeah, you. Uh, what did you want to buy yesterday? <clears throat> well, it was. I don't remember the brand name, but it yeah. was. Um, it's like a galaxy projector. Mm-hmm. So you put it on like at night in like your room or wherever, and it like projects like stars and stuff like all around like on your walls, on yeah. your ceiling. Yeah. So I looked on like just Googled it, mm-hmm. and it said that there was one at Lowe's. So I was like, okay, great. I'm going to go to Lowe's. We have a Lowe's right near us. Right, yep. So I go to Lowe's. I mean, I am searching like high and low. This thing is like nowhere to be found. Yeah. Like whatever. Look, okay, they got them at um, the Home Depot. Mm -hmm. Home Depot. Yeah. And they said that there were 24 in stock. So I go to the little section that it tells me to go to and looking, don't see it. So then I start like scanning for the price. Yep. That was on the website, and I found it. And it was like new, and I was like, "Oh, exciting! There it is!" And it's empty. And I was like, "There are not twenty four. There's zero. You'd be lying. And then I was gonna ask someone, and then I was just pissed off. So then I was like, "No." So then I went to Hobby Lobby because <laughs> like sometimes they have random like weird things Stuff. there. Yeah. And they had a little projector, which one I was looking at was like fifty dollars, and the one at Hobby Lobby was like nine, eight dollars, like yeah. eight ninety nine. And I was like, "It's definitely not gonna be what I want it to do, but I'm gonna buy it anyway." And I brought it home, and it's terrible. <laughs> it, it would work in a very small room. But even but like, I put it in our little, like, half bathroom down here. And it, do much. it wasn't that no, good. So, so I went on to the old Amazon. Mm-hmm. We don't get sponsored from this. I mean, the, the amount of times no, the Amazon. Zero. We're just dropping names. Amazon. Oh, the Amazon truck knows our house well. Yeah, they usually stop. Plus, our neighbors order a lot of Amazon, too. <laughs> so they just pull up between us, and between the two of us, they usually have something to drop off. Yes. So I ordered one, and it gets here today. I had to buy it. very exciting. There was the brand that I saw, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't get here till Monday, and I not, I don't have... The patience. No patience. So I picked the That's one true. that gets here today. Nice. So hopefully... Tonight we can sleep, sleep under some stars. That'd be nice. Yeah, it looks very nice in the video you showed me. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I I'm excited. I hope that works. And you can like control the color with like your phone, like an like, app. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that would be really cool. Like that must be so cool for kids now. You know, like you think about like like I thought it was cool so when better. I had like this like putty stick on stars that I put on my mm-hmm. ceiling when yeah, I was we, a kid. They're glow in the dark. We were doing something there. And now I'm like now you get like a whole galaxy in your. I room. know. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Me too. Um, let's see. I feel like this has been a very mundane week, so. (laughs) Yet again, Uh, we've done nothing but buy, like, projectors. (laughs) And work and do school, because it's, like, literally the three things we do now. I see you're doing sheets. I see the clean sheets on the couch. It is sheet day. Yes. Uh, I strip the sheets and I find I can do that so much faster when there is not an animal or human in the bed that I have to shoo out. So, yeah. Cats. Mishka loves having the bed made. Oh, my God. He just, like, chases the sheets around. It's cute (laughs) at first. And then, like, you're like, okay, but I really do need to put the sheets on. So I need you to vamos off the bed, please. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, just a bunch of boring things going on around here, um, and we're going to try and find something fun to do today. I don't know. Yeah. We've got some time off coming up, so I also think we talked about doing trying to front load some episodes. Yep, we could definitely um, try to do that. Yeah, and we talked a little bit yesterday. We were talking about uh, a potential Patreon. We talked about that oh, last yeah. night. Yep, yep. Um, so, we're starting to think about that. We've been saying that for, like, two years now, but... <laughs> 
Um, yeah, maybe stay tuned as we do more research. We have to kind of get our plan together for that first, but I think it'll be good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. All right, want me to get started? Yeah, sure. Do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? Um, do you want to rock, paper, scissors? Sure. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh, I beat you. Ooh. Don't try to sneak oh, another one in there. We're doing two you... out of three. Sorry. <laughs> That's when it's not on the podcast. Uh-huh. That, that can take some time. Yeah, it's you true. You and I do the same thing. Yeah, we just do every single time. Yeah. Um, defer or receive? <laughs> I am going to defer. Okay. Did you do, you did one. One. And yours looks pretty big. Yeah. It's actually per, like perfect, I think, because mine is kind of smaller. So I think okay. it'll even out nicely. Cool. I also did one, and I think I've touched on it before, but it's definitely been a while. Um, And we were also talking last night about the fact that we'd like to take a vacation soon because, you know, we haven't done that in two years. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had talked about one of the places we'd like to go that neither of us have been to is South America. Yep. Um, And my topic is actually in South America, so I thought that was very opportune. Yeah. Um, So I'm talking about La Recoleta Cemetery which is located in Buenos Aires, Argentina, which is high on my list of places to go. Mm-hmm. When I was actually going to study abroad, the programs um, I was between were in Buenos Aires or um, where I went in Spain. So mm-hmm. I was almost going there. Nice. So it's been a, a wish for a while now. Um, so La Recoleta reminds me a lot of Magnolia Cemetery okay. here in Charleston because it is huge. Um, they refer to Magnolia as a necropolis because of its size. And I would argue that La Recoleta is in the same category. Okay. Um, so obviously in Buenos Aires, um, the reason it's called La Recoleta is because the land originally was inhabited by Franciscan Recollect monks called Los Recoletos. And they built a convent there um, where the cemetery currently sits today. Okay. So the convent was closed in 1822. And that's when the land was converted into a public cemetery. Um, At the time, this was kind of thought to be like kind of in the countryside of the city. But today it's kind of smack in the like middle, like it's very close to it. Okay. Um, So to give you some uh, stats on it it is 14 acres and it has 4,691 above ground vaults. Now, it's a little different for Magnolia because for the most part, people are buried in the ground Mm -hmm. in Magnolia. Um, we do have some mausoleums there, but this is pretty much exclusively mausoleums. And the reason for that is because that area is kind of close to marshland, I believe. Okay. And the original architect was concerned that if they started burying people in the ground, that uh, rising water could obviously lift yep. some of those caskets up. And it reminded me a bit of um, New Orleans, because in New mm-hmm. Orleans, because they are below sea level, they generally bury people in mausoleums and in crypts above ground. Yep. Um, And if you look at pictures of this, it's very gorgeous because essentially, and this is similar to Magnolia too, each family is kind of responsible for their own mausoleum. Okay. They pay for it. They decide the style. So everything is really different, but it's all above ground. So it literally looks like a city. Um, It's so big that it's broken into neighborhoods and has like street signs like Magnolia does. Mm -hmm. So that's just something to kind of keep in mind as as we're talking about this. Um, Now, there are some very notable residents that are buried in La Recoleta. The first, and we're going to talk a little bit about her at the end, too, is Eva Perone. Do you know who that is? Nope. Um, She is kind of, her nickname is Evita. And if you've ever heard the term... Evita's name. 
Not quite. <laughs> Wrong country. Oh. <laughs> um, Evita, and she was Argentina's uh, former first lady. She was married to Juan Perón. Um, and if you've ever heard the phrase, don't cry for me, Argentina, which is from yeah. a musical, that's a reference to Eva Perón. Oh, she okay. was very beloved. Um, she died in 1952 from, I believe, either ovarian or cervical cancer. And she has a very beautiful um, mausoleum in the cemetery. And this is kind of an interesting fact. Her body is actually entombed five meters underground. Oh. So I think a meter is three, three feet. feet I think. So 15 feet underground. Ooh. Just whipping that math out, man. Good job. Thank you. I can do small multiplication. <laughs> Not much more than that. Um, she's actually... I was, sorry, talking, I was listening to a TikTok the other day. It was like, sorry, baby Lishi. This is going to make you cringe. Her friend who's a math teacher. <laughs> the math teacher. But it was like things that you've like forgotten about that you should still remember how to do. Like long division. Oh my god! Like I think I've forgotten how to do long division. I could probably do it if there's one digit outside of the like line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but it, the two number, the two digits. That's when my brain's like, I don't know what to do. I, uh, like I don't think I could do long division. No, I don't think I could either. <laughs> that's embarrassing. That's really concerning. But it like really made me like laugh because I was like, Oh my god, you'll call now. <laughs> Thank you, American education system. You've really done me a lot. Um, yeah, like, you know, we spent years learning that, but not learning, you know, what like a deductible is because I still don't know what that is. Yeah, it's, it's silly. Fun fact, at the ripe old age of 30, I still call my dad every year during open enrollment and make him look <laughs> over my benefits because I don't know what to do. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, probably couldn't do long division, probably couldn't do fractions. Yeah. Definitely couldn't do the higher level <clears throat> stuff like pre-cal, gone. Never did calculus, so I didn't have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I went to prop stat. I said, I, I, no, thank you. I took calculus. You took calculus? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oof. How was that? No. I didn't want to do it. I hated math. I don't like math. I'm not good at math. I'm not either. I My brain just does not like work that way. Meanwhile, Gabby does math that looks like another freaking language. Yeah. Like I've seen her textbooks. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that is, but it looks really hard. No, thank you. So yeah, sorry, baby Lisha, we still suck at math. <laughs> Though she did get me through a course a while back that I had to take on um, statistics and stats are hard. I took statistics in college and I was like, mm-hmm. well, I'm, I'm just like, I don't remember how to make a histogram. Like <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> So, is shout a histogram out. with the circles? What is that no, a histogram is the bar tra- par, like the bar graph, but the bars are touching one another. That's the difference, I yeah. believe. Yeah. All I right, don't know. Continue. Sorry, we blue skidded there for a minute. Yeah, we're no good at math. That's the takeaway. <laughs> don't make us do it. All right, so um, I'm proud of myself that I, I could do some multiplication That's there. A good job. Um, so, the body of Avita Perone is very far down. Okay. The reason for that is that there was a lot of concern around people trying to break into her grave. Um, mm-hmm. So, they wanted to make sure that basically she was safely kind of entombed. Um, we're going to talk to her about her at the end because, a fun fact, it took the Argentinian government 22 years to actually bury her. Oh. So, we're going to talk about a little bit about where she okay. was in the meantime. Okay. Is there not an explanation? Yeah, it's a weird story, but just something to kind of tease you. Uh, Let's talk about some other notable people that are graves. Um, Because I think, you know, these, the rest of who I'm going to talk about, it's not necessarily that they were famous, um, but their, their graves are very unique. 
because again, it's up to the family to decide what they want to do. So the next person we're going to talk about is her name is Liliana, and I'm not even going to attempt her last name because I don't think I could do it any justice. So we're just going to call her Liliana, okay? She was tragically killed on her honeymoon in the Alps um, with her husband. They were both killed by an avalanche. Um, obviously her family was incredibly distraught. Um, so they ended up actually modeling her mausoleum after her childhood bedroom, which I thought was a quite sweet touch. Um, now outside of the mausoleum is a statue of her and her dog. And this I found very endearing. Um, so Liliana passed away in the Alps. Um, her dog was continents away with her parents when she died. And it said that he, the dog died on the same day that she did, despite being continents away. Wow. I don't think our animals love us that much to no. do that. Mishka says, goodbye, y'all. <laughs> See you later. No, thank you. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Now, the next one I'm going to talk about is more terrifying than anything else. Um, and is a large part that I will say that I will be cremated when I pass away one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about Rufine Cambaceres. And Rufine passed away, unfortunately, at the age of 19 when she fell into a coma and became unresponsive. Now, we know that back in the day, we were not really great at being able to tell when someone was actually dead. Mm -hmm. There are many conditions that mimic death, and now with technology, we know how to look for those. This was not the case for poor Rufine. So she fell into this coma, became unresponsive, and the family assumed that she had died. So they obviously had a mausoleum at La Recoleta. They entombed her. They had a ceremony and started the mourning process. Well, that was all fine until one day grave workers walking past her mausoleum heard muffled screaming and went in to see that the tomb's lid had been slightly lifted. So they ended up lifting the tomb lid up themselves to find Rufine, who is now actually dead, Um, and claw marks on the inside of her casket. And it's thought that she suffered a cardiac arrest. uh, Obviously, I mean, I would probably too. Um, And out of grief, her mother completely redid her mausoleum. And now it's a very beautiful, like, Art Nouveau. There's beautiful flowers engraved. Like, it's a gorgeous mausoleum. But, Mm. oh, my God. That's one of my biggest fears ever. Yeah. So it's said that she is uh, known as the girl who has died twice. And she is actually one of the spirits that they think haunts. The cemetery. So do they think, like, the screaming was... I think she was probably her, oh, okay. but I think she probably passed away shortly after I gotcha, I gotcha, they I gotcha. were able to, um... Get lift. her. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I like... The cremation's quite final, so yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. Yep. <laughs> but I think it goes back to, you know, Victorian times, they would bury people with bells or windows because they were so terrified no. of being... Burial. That's literally what the phrase saved by the bell means. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. No, thank you. All right. Uh, let's see. One final kind of person before we talk about Evita is um, who was actually a grave worker at the cemetery. His name was David Ayano. He uh, was obviously he was not very famous. He just worked there. Um, he and pe- his big goal was to be able to be buried <clears throat> at the cemetery, and it's not cheap. Mm-hmm. So he saved his entire life for a grave. Um, and enough to build a giant statue of himself, which he did. Okay. Um, and he ended up uh, completing suicide in 1960 okay. and is buried at La Rapaleta, but he has been seen wandering the cemetery. And a lot of people will report hearing like um, jingling keys when they're near his oh, mausoleum. Okay. Interesting. So it's thought he's still working in the afterlife, which kind of oh, sucks. <laughs> Please don't make me do that. Do <laughs> All right. So that brings us back to. 
Ava Perone and okay. how it took 22 years for her body to be yeah. entombed at La Rocoleta. So what the hell happened, yeah. right? So as I said before, um, she passed away in 1952 from cervical cancer. Um, and this was a massive loss to the people of Argentina. She was very beloved. She very much, I believe, stood. And I don't know a ton about Argentinian history, so I apologize. Um, she was very much thought to be a first lady of the people who believed in okay. better working conditions, better living conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, so her loss was massive. Um, so at first, her body was displayed in her former office. Um, and then it just kind of went missing for 16 years altogether. Okay. Now... In that time, Juan Perón was deposed and a new president took over. So, you know, kind of what they did with the body was unknown. Um, Now, the body did fly to Spain in 1971 and spent some time in Juan Perón's dining room. So Juan Perón fled Argentina to Spain. And in 1971, his first wife's body was brought there (laughs) to hang out in his dining room. Um, now Juan and his third wife, Isabella left her body behind when Juan Perón became the president again of Argentina and Isabella became the vice president. So they went back to Argentina. They left the body in Spain Mm -hmm. and Isabella Perón actually had the body brought back to Argentina in 1974 after Juan Perón uh, passed away in 1974 so that they could be buried together. Okay. Um, and finally that is when. She was brought to La Recoleta and entombed five meters underground. Okay. So her body did quite a bit of traveling post yes. in her death. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting tale of... If I die, are you just going to take me everywhere with all your next wives? <laughs> well, my next wives? Like, I'm going to have a lot of them. No. <laughs> yes, I will take you everywhere. I hope that we just go at the same, t- you know, at the same damn time. So we don't same have to... Damn <laughs> so we don't get have to... in this casket. <laughs> Caitlin is not really on the... She want me to be happy approach. Caitlin is more like, if I'm gone, you're gone too. Yeah. If this ship is going down, you're going down on it. You're coming with me. <laughs> so, yes. Um, but please, you know, please don't drag my body all across the, the globe. I would just like to be cremated and, and dropped in my locations of choice. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That one's always kind of interesting. But um, if we ever get to uh, go to Argentina, this is absolutely... On yeah. my list. I was also reading that they do free uh, tours in English, too. Oh, cool. If you go, they yeah. will take you through and show you all of these places. Nice. So. That could be on our list. Yes, absolutely. Why is everything that Kitty does just so cute? Kitty is, like, the daintiest cat. Or she's, like, the boss. Uh, she's the warden. That's yeah. what we call her. She's, like, <laughs> eight pounds of we'll kick your ass. But, like, she's, like, everything she does is cute. Like, Mishka drinks the like water, a water from, buffalo. Like, and he sounds disgusting. When Kitty does it, it's just so cute. It's because Kitty is just covering up her food now. <laughs> she tries to cover up her little bowls of food. Yeah. And her little paw pads like squeak. squeak. Her yeah. Because <laughs> Kitty is like a traditional cat. Yeah. Like she acts like a traditional cat. She looks like one. Mishka is like a water buffalo. <laughs> and we don't know what Mishka exactly is because he's not really a cat. No. <laughs> he's Mishka, part dog. He's definitely part dog. Yeah. Like, well, he grew up with dogs. So I think yeah. that's all he like. <laughs> like Mishka likes to like get kind of like. Rocked around. Like, you can play mm-hmm. rough with Mishka. Yeah, like, you can flip Mishka over. You can yeah. rub his belly. He loves that. Yeah. He'll shower with you. Fun fact, if you are not careful, <laughs> Mishka loves water. I think he would swim if we ever put him in, like, a large body of water. Well, when um, he gets groomed, mm-hmm. the, they always say, like, Mishka loves the bath. Mm-hmm. Like, they yeah. loves taking a bath. He does. He just doesn't like the clippers. <laughs> yeah, Mishka had an unfortunate run-in the last time because he... Obviously, we've put up pictures of him, but he's very long-haired. 
Um, and he does get matted. So I would say probably every like six to eight months. Yeah. I was going to say once or twice a year. We shave him completely down, whether that's Caitlin doing it, um, or we've had him obviously professionally groomed. This past time was the first time we had done it without sedation. Mm-hmm. Um, just because Mishka's getting older and we'd rather not have to do that if we don't, you know, if it's not medically necessary. <laughs> yeah. So, and he is a little bit dramatic and he's a bit of a diva. <laughs> So, and I mean, the groomer is fantastic. Yeah. She did everything right. And apparently when she was trying to uh, shave his like mane, I guess like his little lion mane up near his face, uh, there was like a glare, I think, off the clippers and he flipped out and bit down. <laughs> and lost a canine. And lost a canine. So now he is like one tooth short. It's really cute, actually. When he yawns and he's just missing his canine. <laughs> She I'm did like, feel so bad. And she's like, he may not eat. And she did cover all of that bills for oh, him. Oh, she was great. Was I absolutely don't blame her at all. Wonderful. Um, but um, she's like, he may not eat for a little while. Like, you know, there's a little bit of blood or whatever. She just comes over, starts drinking water, eating. I was like, this fat ass. <laughs> Doesn't phase him. Didn't, he didn't it's care at all. hard to phase Mishka. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mishka. Oh, joy. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yep. All right. You ready? Yeah. You got a big one. I do have a big one. It was really, I had a lot of fun like researching this one. Um, I know you really, you went, I went and got you cookout and you just researched away. Eating my cheeseburger. It was great. Just (laughs) tippity tapping. Can we also talk for a quick second for those that don't know cookout, I think was started in North Carolina, but we have them here in South Carolina. Um, It's the most random ass fast food place you could ever Go to like like you get it's a tray like everybody gets the tray yeah you don't and you just get to pick the most you can get like quesadillas hamburgers corn dogs dogs corn dogs barbecue sandwiches hush puppies chicken fingers (laughs) chicken nuggets (laughs) onion rings yeah everything and Mm. you just mix and match whatever you want and it's cheap like it is super cheap wicked cheap yeah and let me tell you their burgers are good steak style Mm -hmm. like. I love A1 steak sauce yeah. on my hamburgers, which is, or cheeseburger or whatever. Yep. And grilled onions. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. I love it. It was a good little, you had your fuel to do your research. I, I was fueled for yep. sure. Yep. Um, so I don't even, this guy is so dramatic and we talk about him all the time. Why I got drawn to this, I don't know. I don't think we've talked about it though. We have. Um, we've talked about him. Yeah. And if you can't tell, what we're talking about is Zach Bagans. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the remainder of this episode, I will be referring to him as Bagel Bites because <laughs> I love that. Um, but he obviously um, is super like famous, like on the travel yeah. channel, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, as a paranormal like investigator, and uh, he's also very dramatic. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, he gained a lot of fame and obviously has a lot mm-hmm. of money now. Yeah. Um, so he has a haunted museum. Of course he does. Yeah. First question. Do you think you would be able to go in? I don't think I would. I could see you not being able to. I, I would. Yeah. But I want cemetery dirt, so. Yeah. Well, it's not a case of would you or should you? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't think I would go in just like I would not go see the Warrens, uh, Occult Museum in Connecticut. Isn't I think it's still closed. Good. That's <laughs> probably <laughs> can't terrorize anyone. That's true. Um, okay, so basically Bagel Bites has been obsessed with the paranormal and like everything spooky since like a really young age. He said I mean same, sure. <laughs> like he, he would drag his mom to like thrift show, thrift stores and mm-hmm. like he loved um like yard sales and just picking through like the creepiest and weirdest stuff. 
Mm. So he's been like into creepy paranormal for sure. ever. I get that. Um, so would you open a museum full of haunted things? I definitely would. Yeah. And I would definitely have cemetery dirt in there. I feel like you would have to have such good like spiritual practices to keep all that energy up I in that, that. I know, which is probably why that would not go well for you. <laughs> It's like, I need to leave it all in the museum. I don't need to bring it home. Bring it, yeah. Um, so his museum is 11,000 square feet, and it was built in 1938 in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he is currently expanding it. So 11,000 feet is it's big, but not huge for yeah. like a museum. But it is, it's getting bigger because apparently he's got There's a lot more on his ship. Yeah. Um, so, the building was originally owned by a prominent businessman named Cyril S. Okay. Um, and it was a home. It was um, a massive home, okay. but it was originally used as just a, a residence. Okay. Um, so, in between the time that Cyril and Bagel Bites, many people had died in the house. Hmm. Um, so like of natural causes or like yes. well, circumstances? There wasn't a whole lot as in, like, what happened mm-hmm. or how they died, um, but a lot of people believed that they were performing dark rituals in the basement Ooh. all through the 70s. Mm. Um, so, I don't know if that is related or not. Um, all I saw was that there were multiple deaths mm-hmm. that had happened in the house. Okay. Um, fast forward, um, he opened the museum on April 2nd of 2016. Okay. So... About five years mm-hmm. it's been open. Yeah. It's enough time to collect some... Some haunted some stuff. spooky things. Um, so he has created over 30, like, rooms. So, like, kind of... There's, like, sections. Kind of, like, organized it that yeah. way. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's many, um, like... I don't know what you're going to call them, but, like, stations um, that you can only access through, like, secret passages. Ooh, so it's kind of like kinda a fun cool. house. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess... I, you know, found some very interesting things. Obviously, sure, everything there is, like, creepy or said to be haunted. haunted. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can't you, – nobody under 16 can go in. You have to show proof of age. And if you're under 18, you have to have a parent's, like, written permission to go in. Mm. Um, and okay. certain ones, like some I'm going to talk about, you have to sign, like, a waiver to go in. Like, yeah. Yeah, nope. It's a no from me. <laughs> Um, so I guess I just was like, I'm what's in here? Like, what are some like the sure. biggest or creepiest, um, items that he has? Yeah. And there's a lot. So okay. I just picked kind of like four or five of like the biggest or like most interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but first remember that the building was said to be haunted before he even opened a haunted museum. So we're really, so there's a lot of like to a good start energy here. on top of energy that just mm-hmm. is a lot. Um, so I think the biggest and most, uh, probably well-known object that is there is the Dybbuk box. Um, oh, yeah. We have covered this in a previous episode, so I'm not going to go into mm-hmm. what it is. It ain't good. Um, we talked about that. it a lot. We mention it mm-hmm. a lot. Yep. It's not good. Um, but it's there and it's still haunted. Great. Um, so the next one is, and I'm just going to go ahead and say for all, most of these, there's a trigger warning. There's death. There's gore there's just a lot of stuff so okay yeah you're looking at me no I think so I think one topic contains mentions of suicide so if those are yes 
if those are triggering topics, just be forewarned. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So first, well, I guess second up after the Dybbuk box is a painting. And I guess I'm going to put air quotes around painting. I guess it's painting. Mm-hmm. Um, but this um, artwork was created by an artist named Ryan Almighty. Okay. Um, and he's actually very talented. If you look, he, he does have a website. Um, you can purchase his art. Um, a phenomenal artist. Mm-hmm. Like his creations are pretty, they're beautiful. Um, but uh, the material that he uses for the paintings is human blood. Ooh. So, like his blood or? I'm assuming I'm a little afraid to ask. So, like, where the blood I didn't comes dig from. too deep, but I did stumble across his website and, like, it's that's a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot of blood. Um, it's an interesting medium to work with. An interesting one. Okay. Um, and a lot of them are, I guess, if you're buying artwork made of blood, you kind of got a creep factor. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. Um, but he has lots of paintings of um, just famous serial killers and mm-hmm. just kind of macabre. It's a lot. Yeah. Like themes. Okay. Macabre. What does that mean? Like, um, like darker themes, more. Yes. Spookier. Yeah. Macabre. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So that alone, I think would be enough to like mm-hmm. earn a spot in the, in the haunted in museum. The museum. Sure. Um, but there's more, okay. um, this particular painting in the museum is of Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now I think it definitely has a spot in the museum. Yeah. But wait. There's more. Oh, boy. So if you look at the painting, you can definitely tell that it's, like, blood. Um, But the eyes look different. Okay. Why are the eyes different? They're not real eyes, are they? They're not real eyeballs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's worse than that. Okay. Um, Apparently, when Charles Manson died, his ashes were, like, a lot of his followers were able to obtain some of his ashes mm-hmm. this painter got some of his ashes and the eyes are actually wow. charles manson's ashes wow mm. yeah okay that's not good no that's yeah <laughs> um and so he's kind of got his own little section charles manson does um aside from the painting they they called it murderabilia <laughs> Like memorabilia. Yeah. Um, but he, Zach Bigglebites, has um, one of Manson's worn prison outfits. Mm. His television. Um, more of his just ashes. Just, just loose okay. ashes. Um, and his dentures. Like, how do, you, how do you get this stuff? <laughs> My guess is a lot of it got auctioned off. Yeah. And I think it's honestly, like, I understand, obviously, the intrigue behind like serial killers and you yeah. know, their mementos and whatnot. I just think it's kind of, you know, it's takes away from, you know, the victims themselves. And so it's true. Um, yeah. It's creepy. I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with that, but yeah, yeah I agree with you. It's, it's definitely creepy though. Yeah, It's definitely creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. This is where I'm going to be talking about suicide. Um, okay. Just for the trigger, trigger warning. warning. Um, this next artifact is a large one um it was a van that was owned by jack kevorkian also known as dr death okay um if you're not familiar with who this is he was an american pathologist doctor 
Um, he was a strong advocate for physician-assisted suicide yep. for terminally ill patients. Yep. I believe that's, is it, or I think it's just, I know, I believe Oregon has legalized it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know if there's other states where that's currently legal. Um, most other places, this is definitely illegal. illegal. Yeah. And it was illegal at the time this was occurring. Yes. Um, so he illegally assisted over 130 terminally ill patients in completing suicide, Mm -hmm. um, in the van. Sure. Um, Okay. So there was a lot of death inside of the van. Sure. Um, that is the focal point of this room right. at the Haunted Museum. I can imagine that is a lot of energy probably attached yes. to that. Um, he was arrested and was convicted and served time in prison mm-hmm. for murder. Um, the kind of, they've made it kind of into like a shrine where they put like pictures of some of the people that he assisted in the van. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are candles and like there's a book where you can like write things in. So it's like very like tastefully done right much sorry that was me scared me (laughs) i just bumped the chair with my foot that scared me sorry (laughs) sorry um a lot of things in his museum are not tastefully done like yeah kind of i think it's more for the thrill factor yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um but this was and had most people say it's very well done um but yeah pictures of people um, he did serve time in prison. I don't believe he was in prison when he died, but he did pass away in 2011. Sure. Um, right. And I know, um, obviously there are many opinions on, you know, whether assisted suicide should mm-hmm. be legal and all of that. Um, and so I just want to point out that we're not giving our beliefs on that here. Yeah. Simply just stating kind of the yes. facts of that case. And, that alone. and if you Google it, you can read about these cases too. Yes. Um, okay. Next. This is on uh, a topic that we have covered before, Mr. Nasty Gein, mm. a.k.a. Ed Gein. This one always turns my stomach. Like, I don't... This, it's, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we've also covered him in a previous episode. Yeah. Um, so, if you want to go back, I, I think I covered him. I think you did, yeah. Went into some pretty nasty... It's very graphic. It's very... Um, it's going to be a little graphic here, too. Okay. I go into way more in depth of like his story. The case on, itself. Yeah. The, on a previous episode. Um, so he was a grave robber and mm-hmm. also um, was a convicted murderer of two women in his hometown of Plainfield, Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, after he was arrested for murder, they started searching his house and kind of quickly found um, they were dealing with a lot worse than something they thought. pretty horrific. Yeah. Um, they found um, some things. And like I said, I go into a lot more depth in what they found, um, but just to kind of bring it up to speed, they found whole bones, bone fragments. Um, they He had human skulls on his bedposts. Um, mm-hmm. He had, like, bowls that he was eating out of that were human skulls. There were noses, um, a lampshade made out of a human face. Think of the nastiest things that you could think yeah. of, and that's what Nasty Gein was doing. Okay. Um... So, while he was doing whatever he was doing with the corpses, um, he would put a lot of these, um, like, the body parts into a big cauldron and would boil them. Okay. (sighs) Yeah. Um, this cauldron, 
I don't, they must have, I don't know if they auctioned stuff off or how this old lady got the cauldron, but she was using it as a flower pot um, for a while. Interesting choice, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. And then I believe it did go back up for auction, and that is where Bagel Bites bought it. Mm -hmm. Um, And now it is in his museum. Um, It is said to be kind of haunted, just kind of. Um, bad yeah. energy and you know, people don't even like looking at it. And, sure, you know, I, I would imagine not. I don't think I would want to look at that. Um, okay, so next. Okay, what we got? <laughs> um, we've got the Demon House scare- Staircase. And we Ooh. did watch. We watched that. We did. It was with Zach Bagelbites. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's this house that was... In Gary, Indiana. Yep. And it was being investigated um, where... This family claims that multiple members of their family were possessed by an evil mm-hmm. spirit. Yeah. Um, the police department and social services had been involved. Um, but basically, they found, like, the family, there's, they were not doing anything wrong. Like, it was this house. Like, yeah. there was something right. definitely wrong with the house. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it was enough to freak Zach out. Like, Zach was like, mm-mm. Like, mm-hmm. this is something really dark and really deep. Yeah. Um, but basically he said like, you can't live here. He bought the house, mm-hmm. um, and bulldozed it in uh, 2016. Makes you wonder though, like, was that the right thing to do? I don't know what one does <laughs> like with a house, what with that kind of energy. Right. Um, so before he bulldozed it, you know, he had to do something silly, like have the staircase removed and put it in his museum. Of course. Um, and what else did he put? Some of the dirt from the... Land. Oh, that's giving cemetery dirt vibes. <laughs> that's why I brought it up. Oh boy. Um so basically that was the end of my um kind of tour. Tour of that. Um but what happens in the museum? Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot. A lot. <laughs> um, people feel, I mean, just cold spots and mm-hmm. just, I can you know, feeling sick to their stomach, headaches. Mm-hmm. Um, shortly after the divot box arrived, mm-hmm. um, the case that it was in was like there were holes, small holes, like from the inside of the like plexiglass, like out something there? was trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Listen, y'all need to call the folks that um, help the Warrens out because <laughs> I'm sure they could set you up with a good solution. <laughs> yes. Um, and they, um, have multiple reports of seeing a black cloaked figure, Mm. um, passing back and forth through the exhibit door of the Divic box. Okay. Um, so, oh, I meant to mention too, with the, um, Demon House staircase, Mm -hmm. while they were putting the staircase in a group of construction workers, because obviously staircase is pretty big. Yeah. Um, it didn't really say what happened, but something happened where they all walked out and refused to finish the project. Ooh, um, interesting. And, like, I could not find what happened. Yeah. But it was, like, a group of them were, like, Mm-mm, Nope. Not doing not it. Do- yeah. That's um, interesting. Yes. So, it did eventually get finished, but not by the original people. That yeah, sure. Um, and then I had to wrap it up. There is one more place that we have to go, but I had to save the best for last. Okay. Um, this is Peggy the Doll. Another doll. Another doll. These dolls. Um, So this is one of the ones that you have to sign the waiver for. Mm -hmm. Um, It has its own kind of separate entire room. Oh, Lord. What's Um, Peggy up to? Peggy looks kind of realistic. Like a realistic Mm -hmm. looking doll. 
Um, very similar to Annabelle. You have to treat her with respect, just respect and kindness and not... Um, don't be rude. Don't be rude. Some people, like, will just sit and stare at her. Like, kind of become, like, in a trance, staring at mm-hmm. her. Like, you open the door. Yeah, it's creepy. Um, with all kindness. Yeah, with respectfully. <laughs> with respect. Respectfully. Um, so a lot of times she's been known to cause stomach aches, um, headaches. Oh, Lord, we have enough stomach issues between the two of us. <laughs> Can't go see Peggy. <laughs> nope. Um, and has also been known to cause heart attacks of people oh. standing, like, well, in that, front of her. That's going to be a no. That's going to be a hell no. Hell yet. Um, um, respectfully, again. Respectfully. I uh, will choose to probably not go into that room. <laughs> Um, and some people say like they can't even get, I think this is common for a lot of things. Like they can't even go into the room. Mm-hmm. Like they get to the door and they're like, yep, I, I cannot go in. Um, and then a lot of times they start to go in and they will, people will feel, um, like someone's shoving their chest and is like physically like pushing, pushing them, them back out, out of mm, the room. Jeez. Um, so she's pretty intense. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why she's haunted, but she's definitely, um, Zach Bagel Bites says is a very evil um, possession mm. of the doll. Yikes. So with that said. <laughs> with that being would said. Would y'all go? <laughs> because I don't think we are. I would. I would. I would be scared, but I would do it. I would sage you from head to toe. I would sage myself. I would take a bath and some sage. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I think you need it. Yeah, I don't know about all that. That's just a whole lot of And energy. that's just a few. I mean, this yeah, place is it's huge, huge yeah. and full of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Yeah. Well, if any of y'all have been, let us know. Let's say, you... The last time I was in Vegas, I was like three. So. <laughs> you didn't go? <laughs> I didn't go. You didn't go? <laughs> I mean, I went uh, back in to, I was still in college. Mm-hmm. Um but obviously had no idea about that at the time. So still probably wasn't even open. Yeah. Didn't, didn't open in 2016. Oh, so yeah, then no, no. Um, yeah, I would be curious to hear if people have gone and what their experiences were. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let us know if you have, I'd be, let us know what you saw, she how you it. felt. Yeah. yeah. Um, well that was a good one. Thank you. I liked that. Thank you. That was a um, change pace there. Yeah. Always a good to come across like something fresh. Yeah. To research. Um, there so yeah. Oh, fun fact on my Facebook memories, one year ago today is when I spotted Sir Ghosty at Magnolia oh. Cemetery. We should go back and see if he's still hanging around. We should. That I remember seeing it and my heart dropping. Like mm-hmm. I, this is like a legit mm-hmm. face. Yeah, no, it really is. And he you can tell he's very much looks like a soldier. A soldier. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that was probably the creepiest photo you've ever taken. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's interesting too because, like, I say it every time, but Magnolia to me feels very, very peaceful. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I honestly just like walking around it because yeah. it's just it's calm. It, there's beautiful views of the bridge. Like, yeah. But obviously, there's still some stuff going on around there because that photo didn't come from nowhere. It didn't. No, and it was remember it was right next to the war memorial. Yep. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any final thoughts before we get wrapped up? I don't think so. Okay. I'm just creeped creeped out now. Creeped out. (laughs) All right. Let's go ahead and wrap up. Come visit me on Facebook. Go see Caitlin. Go send all your cute animal pics. We love to get them. Yep. Um, You can come find us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. 
You can find us on TikTok at Ghoul Friends Podcast, and I just put out a new TikTok yesterday yep. about the Provost Dungeon in Charleston, so yes. give that a listen. I would appreciate that. And if you have a listener story or just want to email us, you can do that at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And if you need some fancy merch, we do have that at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. Yes. <laughs> always a lot. Always a mouthful to get out there. It is a lot. Um, we need some more listener stories. I feel like we it's been kind of quiet. A while. Yeah, yeah, it's been kind of quiet, y'all. You got a listener story, send it in. Because I love doing those. Because really, I, I read them and I think to myself, like, why do we have a podcast? Like, y'all, <laughs> y'all need, need the podcast. <laughs> It'd be really cool if we could find a platform. And I know they have these where, like, people can call in and tell their stories. Ooh. And we play, like, the actual recording of them telling the story. That would be cool. That would be, that would be kind of an interesting spin on it. Mm-hmm. So maybe something to think about. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely send them in so we can do another episode because those are the funnest. Yeah ones to do for sure yes all right well for now we hope you have a safe and spooky week as always i'm celeste and i'm caitlin and we're your cool friends bye bye, bye.